to the Video Gamer UK podcast. I am Alice Bell and today, this week, I am joined by Mr. Samuel Riley. Hello, everyone. And by Mr. David Scamell. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> <laughs> He's remembered. <laughs> I've been called some names in my time, Alice. Have you never heard me say Scamell before? <laughs> um, probably. Sorry, but just for the sake of completeness. I it is mind. pronounced Scamel. <laughs> it's not as bad as Schmiel or whatever it was I got called that one time, which was ridiculous but Scamel yeah. sounds like something from Harry Potter Scamel Nicholas Scamel yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh is that a real one? Oh, Nic- right. oh it's Nicholas Flamel uh, really? yeah wow maybe we're related in some David way David Scamel to potions class sounds like a spell that you would cast the spell of Scamel <laughs> oh I don't know what that Ooh, would I've be. Oh, I've got a spell anyway, of scammel on my thighs. Hello, Alice. How are you? I'm very well. It's very cold in it's here today. It's bloody freezing. The boys have all got uh, gloves on. <laughs> gloves and scarves. This is yeah. that room. What have I signed up for? I, I don't know what goes on in here, but over the summer, it is absolutely boiling. And then as we start veering closer and closer towards Christmas, it just gets unbearably cold. With so an anti-thermos really flask is what we're in. Yeah, it's something like that. I might just actually raise my scarf. Over my ears. Over your ears. <laughs> Just to warm me up and also so I don't have to listen to you for another hour. Ooh! <laughs> I'm joking, of course. What a bitch. Yeah. Um, um, the news can is empty this week, pretty much. Yeah, so we're just, well, we're I'm going to reviews, aren't yeah, I? Yeah. So, Dave's yeah. been locked in his uh, shooter room uh, again. The shooter room. The, the shooter room of shooters. That's like how they transformed Jason Bourne into a psycho killer yeah. for the government. To they be just fair, in the shooter room. I did have a few days' break. I was on you the did, news for a true. bit, uh, but then I was sent out to play PS4 Pro, which was good. It was good. Should we start there? Is should that we start with the Pro? Because you brought the box in. Yeah, I did. I actually, <laughs> well, I thought we'd go through some of the things that they they say about it. Because we got, we got a Pro this week, and we also bought uh, a 4K TV, so we have an extra K now. There's a lot of um, caveats here, a lot of Are asterisks. There? Go through them. So, um, right. So it starts off the power of PlayStation 4 Pro. Go beyond gaming as you know it with unrivaled processing power and visuals of remarkable vibrancy. Now there's an asterisk next to that. Right, okay. You can tell when we've run <laughs> out of material when we're essentially reading through a phone book. When compared with other games consoles on the market at time of launch. Right? What is that? So, <laughs> what, what is that? Let's like... go through this. Right, unrivaled processing power and visuals of remarkable vibrancy. So that means, I guess, there may one day be a console. Scorpio. This that, bear, uh, yeah, <laughs> offers rivaled processing power, I guess. Uh, what else <laughs> have we got? vibrancy. Uh, oh, the same asterisk applies to for the ultimate combination of visual quality and performance in a console. Until uh, the Scorpio comes out. Yeah, uh, we then go on to enhanced gameplay, uh, supporting faster frame rates. There's an asterisk there. <laughs> Not supported by all software titles. <laughs> Uh, we then move on to extraordinary entertainment with up to 4K streaming. Another asterisk, not supported by all video services available. For oh my goodness, they're understandable asterisks. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm being a bit of an well, asshole. I don't know about call, that. You don't normally get uh, people referring to their competitors this early, do you? Well, it's oh. not referring. It's not directly referring to a competitor. No, but to it's be still fair. referring to the fact that oh well, we're doing pretty well. But uh, in I guess six they months, have to cover themselves. Because these boxes will presumably still be about in a year's time, yeah. maybe. And, yeah, uh, but that's what I mean. They should usually just be like, great graphics, fantastic gameplay. Yeah, that's know, all you by, get normally. But by making a claim that there is unrivaled, th- this console has unrivaled processing power. It's they currently do unrivaled. To, yeah, 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 yeah but if you're going to say unrivaled, just don't say unrivaled if you're going to have to put a silly asterisk there. Well, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. 
But then, is there a caveat on this sort of... There must be a caveat on when they've said PS4 is the most powerful console on the market. Has to have an asterisk Maybe that we says should get the, the, at the uh, time of us saying this. What does it matter? Anyway, PS4 Pro. It's really good, you know. It is, yeah. It's really good. And um, I've been spoiled because... Um, I'm reviewing Call of Duty Infinite Warfare, as uh-huh. some people know. Actually, I've just finished the campaign, but we'll go on to that in a bit. Um, yeah, I played through the majority of Infinite Warfare on a standard PS4. I then moved it over to the PS4 Pro once we got in about two-thirds of the way through the game. And uh, I thought, yeah, I mean, this, this, looks, this looks really good on PS4 Pro. It does a nice, good, nice job at doing the whole sort of fake 4k thing it does look the fucking tits it does look good because we've got a nice little 4k tv to go yeah, along with yeah. it and we bought one we bought one and it's gonna that was anyway. quite funny as well because we sat it up me and dave set it up and then dave put, turned it on and it said that uh hdr was not supported on our tv oh <laughs> i had a little panic so that you had to activate hdr that in the expert settings it's weird the, right yeah. like, we've bought a um for it's like that, an easter egg hunt they put all the best stuff at the back yeah for like, people that are interested the the tv we've bought is a samsung KS7000, I, I think. think so, Let me yeah. just have a look. The box is right out the door. We can take exactly Okay, what fine. <laughs> How dare you leave? This is good. This is sound effects. Uh, I can't quite see it. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> He's just buggered off to get another layer. We, He's not we do, back. mate. I'm bringing the box in. This is good. This is like Very live theatre. It's pretty. Good thinking. Cardboard keeps people warm, so I've heard. Right, there you go. Read that, Alice. What's that? It says. Uh, I'm not going to have to improv while you two find this um, out. It's a Samsung KS7000. Yeah, we knew that. Oh, yeah. So, uh, KS7000. Which uh, meant to be quite good, I think. And it's a very nice TV. It just it was funny to me that you buy a TV that's HDR ready and the HDR is not just an auto thing. No, it's just, you, it's have a, you have to turn it on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I was saying, I've sport myself and I've gone back and to finish Call of Duty, I went back and put it on the standard PS4 while Tom messed about with the Pro. Yeah. And I mean, I, 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 wish, I wish I hadn't because it's like, not that it looks bad on a standard PS4, but once you've played on a Pro, it is hard to it ruined you for once all you've like gone the pro. consoles? Yeah. I mean, it is that difference between, you know. I eight. said this to you, didn't I? I said it wouldn't look that different until you went back. It was the same with jumping from like the PS3 to PS4. It certainly it, looked good, but didn't look as great as until you had to go backwards. It's not that it didn't look different jumping forward. It's not that I, if, you know... I appreciated the difference when we upgraded to the bigger TV, but, yeah. at, but going back, it is like, it is almost like going back from high definition to standard definition. It's not quite as pronounced as that is, but there is, you know, there's it a is, definite difference. Definitely. Because you know, I, I watched you doing that bit where you're walking around kind of, this, I watched him doing some uh, Call of Duty and I was like, this is well Mass Effect. There's <laughs> yeah. like a, a galaxy map and shit. Mm. But um, you walked up to a woman and just went, her face is well cake. Because yeah. <laughs> it, it was well 4K'd up. It does look good. Yeah, it does look really good and it does a great job. I mean, I, I discussed this last week, but it does a great job at that whole fake 4K thing because it's not native 4K mm-hmm. or at least the vast majority of games aren't native. Um, but it does a really convincing job and... Um, if you have a 4K TV, my initial impressions of the, of the Pro are that you do need to buy a PS4 Pro. Like, yeah. It really does make a difference. Um, if you haven't got a 4K TV, 
that's a different story. Yeah. Is it worth spending, you know, the but best part of a grand and a half or whatever to get one? Don't open the Pandora's box is what you're that's saying. That's the thing now. I was sort of like, I wish I hadn't seen it because yes. now I'm like, well, I have to fucking save up to get a fucking 4K TV <laughs> and a pro <laughs> now, don't I? So they get you. They send the little Daves of the world in. Yeah. But what did you think of it, Sam? Because you've uh, seen a little bit of it. I was shocked by how loud you both had it and you were both oh, in yeah, the we sort of sensory deprivation tank. Normally these sort of flat screen TVs struggle with sound. It was fucking ridiculous but... how oh. loud you had that. And and then afterwards, Alice came out and she was like, Miller! <laughs> <laughs> I was like, have you both become used to how loud it is now? Is that how your life is going to be lived? Like you can't go back to old graphics. You can't go back to standard ways of talking. It's just going to be yelling at people all the time. I did try the pro briefly. Again, this is Infinite Warfare briefly on a 1080p tv because mm-hmm. this is still one of those questions that's not answered really what benefits does a pro give to 1080p owners and um initially <laughs> i was looking at i was like i have to be honest i can't really see yeah. much of a difference however going back on a standard ps4 on a 1080p tv i was there this morning like did it really look like this yesterday? Because it does look... <laughs> so maybe there is a bit difference there. I don't know. Me and Tom, I think, are going to have a proper look at what it yeah. can do for 1080p owners later in the week. But um, but yeah. Uh, I mean, one thing I did notice, and this is something that may be unique to me, maybe other people get it and know what I'm talking about. But if I look at something in the next generation, so it's like a 4K TV with a PlayStation that supports it, kind of it's a bit too... Nice looking for my eyes at first. <laughs> Too nice looking. Yeah, it, it's, it almost gives me a headache getting used to it. And then I in, think we did have the month, colour settings right. up very vibrant. It was quite vibrant. Uh, you whacked got, the volume and the colours well, we just had it on default. vibrancy, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Ultra vibrancy. It's, uh, but it, it's kind of, it's very slowly, con- well, not very slowly, actually very rapidly convincing me that yeah, I do yeah. need to buy a 4K oh, TV. Oh yeah, it, it was like, you know, in films sometimes where like someone's in a cinema or something and they and like, something amazing happens on screen and, yeah. the, and then like there's like a blast of air and they're wearing sunglasses and they're like shit <laughs> like it was like that in my head mm. like an 80s advert for going to the cinema yes Whoa! 1080p now i was looking at it on the stand and i was like it does it doesn't look like doesn't look 1080p anymore it looks like not quite you have all i remember Pandora's it box day yeah it's on. I'm, I'm staying I'm well panicking. Clear now. So. i'm not i'm not gonna do it i'm not gonna do it to myself so, yeah, we've still got a lot more to look at when it comes to the pro. We do, definitely. We, we only got it yesterday afternoon. So And also um, the biggest caveat is that you're loving it, and these are only games that are sort of upscaling a little bit. They're not true 4K, so it's well, only going to get better. No, I mean, this. I think Infinite Warfare, and um, I think that is the extent to what it can really do. I think the native stuff is going to be the exception to the rule. There's only very few games that do do native stuff and it's only like the older gen remasters like Skyrim and Last of Us and um, like the, the smaller downloadable titles, titles Mantis Burn Racing is one of them <laughs> um, so yeah like I think this is a good indication I'm sure you know as consoles always turn out to be as we go through the life cycle developers will you know get a better grasp on what they can and can't do and will get better looking games but yeah, I'm not sure, in terms of the resolution at least, we're not going to find stuff really that goes much higher than what these launch All ones right. are doing. I wouldn't have thought. I don't know, could be wrong, but it just seems to be built around this whole, not upscaling method, but uh, a method of, you know, making more pixels out of pixels that aren't there. This yeah. whole checkerboard rendering 
technique. It is a, it is a console built around the idea of upscaling an image, really. Well, so. if that is the case, then I think myself and maybe people like me could probably live without it, in which case... Don't open Pandora's box. Don't have a look at a really nice setup. Well, that's the question we need to answer because 1080p owners, there still may be a benefit there. There is super sampling and stuff like that. We just need to see how much of a difference it actually think, makes. Yeah, we're going to be comparing like, you know, yeah. Tomb Raider, your Tomb Raider, your Uncharted 4. I think, yeah, if more and more games come along and do what Tomb Raider's doing, where it gives you an option. Mm. So like on the Pro, you can play it at 60 frames per second uh, or you can play it with better graphics at 1080p if more games do that then yeah pro will look a little bit more essential than perhaps it does right now um at least to 1080p owners but yeah we'll see what happens again we'll see whether that turns out to be the exception to the rule or whether it becomes the norm still so. a lot to try we, we haven't tried vr on it yet either no which apparently I vr did have is a, better yeah, on pro i had a brief go on gran turismo sport on vr at this event uh last week I didn't notice, I didn't see a noticeable step up in quality yeah. from what I was used to on a standard pistol. But I don't know, it was a hard demo to be. The track was an empty <laughs> kind of track. It was hard to be able to tell from that demo exactly what it offered. But um, yeah, we will see. Yeah. We will see. I'm excited for it. I'm still excited to get my own one. I've pre ordered one, haven't I? Of course I have. Of course you bloody have. But yeah, um, you know, with Scorpio next year, you know, if it, you know, depending on how good that is, how good that looks natively. Will it be an, a massive step up over what this can do? Don't know, because this does such a good job at getting to that sort of 4K standard. We'll see whether the native, I presume native will make a, a difference. Mm. But yeah. um, From my point of view, I'm still in the place where like, I won't get a Pro or I guess a Scorpio until I have a 4K TV. Mm. Because from looking at it, I don't, think i would see the benefit yeah without the 4k tv but yeah. with the 4k tv i think the benefit is noticeable yeah i think the you know the average consumer i think will be absolutely fine with a standard ps4 yeah. by the look of it this is really for the for the super hardcore that would like you know the Did absolute you say it was for the players dave for the pl <laughs> for the players yeah They're doing sony's job for them uh cool 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 i yep like yeah like i say i think once you see it, like you say, opening Pandora's box, you are a bit like, oh, this looks very really bloody good, doesn't it? And then <laughs> you're, you're sort of sucked in a bit. Mm, mm. Um, so we'll see. Yeah. I, I, as yet, have not ordered a Pro. So I'm just one of these guys that has to have the new consoles. Yeah, I'll do, the, has to have it. I'll do the same for Scorpio. It. I'll do the same for Switch. You'll like, fucking pre-order it from three different places yeah. until you decided which one you want best. So. You're what's wrong with the industry, Dave. Probably, but... Nah, you're fine. That's why there's always this debate about whether you should pre-order and stuff. And I'm always like, well, I don't. But then, you know, Scam will pre-order enough for like three people. So. <laughs> <laughs> Look, kind of cancels out. Look, you know, I only pre-order from multiple places where there's a bargain. And I will end up cancelling, <laughs> you know. I won't just buy multiple copies of the same game. That's ridiculous. I yeah. um, have a friend who's the manager of a game store. And he'll always like if I ever bought something in there, he'd be like, do you want a pre-order? Yeah, you do. And then we'd just run a pre-order through as if I had. Yeah. Because <gasps> then you get more stock into your store. Yeah, very naughty. Yeah. Oh, you awful people. Mm. It's not awful. You just wanted more stock to sell. Awful. No, I don't care. I'm just I'm being the moral majority for my own entertainment. Yeah. Uh, of course, today, well, not today, very important day for America, but yesterday, yeah. more important day for the world. Because it was N7 day yesterday and a happy oh, N7 day. For the universe. Day. Indeed, yeah. yeah. Happy N7 day. 
to how, all our How listeners. was it for What is you? the standard greeting for N7 Day? <laughs> happy N7 Day. Nah, happy. it's got to be like a bow and a roll or something, like a combat roll. I don't know, it's happy on seven days. Probably, like, yeah. For now. There was a there was a there's a moment every year where the voice actors who did uh Shepherd and Femme Shepherd like wish they'd go like a happy and seven day to you, Commander, to each other. And I'm always like, Oh, it's so beautiful. <laughs> uh for me Because uh, you were very excited I was for this. Very excited for N seven day. Did I it live up to expectations? Yes and no. Right. Okay. Interesting. Because I did really love the trailer, but also I think they need to stop fucking teasing me now because it's still yeah, it's in the trailer. Get, didn't seem there, to give like. So what did you like? I liked the look of it. I thought in the frostbite engine, it yep. looks beautiful. Um, and I liked the kind of variety of different worlds you can see and stuff as mm-hmm. well. We're not going to go too much into sort of theories about what no. the, uh, the plot might be because we're all, we, me and Sam are both beavering away on the Mass Effect pieces. Oh, yes. Wow. Uh, to go up because there is as well, they've done a... Um, uh, a website kind of tie-in called the Andromeda Initiative, where you have to you have to sign up for an EA account, and then they'll let you watch videos. Wow, they did a similar <laughs> uh, thing for Battlefield, I think. But yeah. yeah, so there are like orientation videos that have released a few more snippets of yeah. information. I do agree with you. This whole teaser, I, it, they really should have had a release date yesterday. I think spring like, spring twenty seventeen. Yeah, Come this on. close to I mean we're November now. They're saying it's out by the end of March. They probably I mean. I, I don't think it's going to be out by the end of March. Yeah. I think this is adding up to a game that is going to be delayed. quite a bit delayed. Um, yes. And we were all hoping, or at least I was, and a few others, for a remaster of the original trilogy. Well, Which will no, probably be the thing that comes out in March. Suggesting they might, and then suggesting that absolutely no, they totally won't. We've so got our back compat. That was one of the things mm. they, uh, they announced yesterday mm. as part of the celebration. So t- 1, 2, and 3 are now all backwards compatible on Xbox One. Well, we were just talking about how you can't go backwards, or you shouldn't go backwards sometimes. And I said before to, I believe it was yourself and Cullum, about how Mass Effect 1, great game, if you play it for the first time and then you play the others. It's got all the great RPG elements that the rest were lacking. But if you go back from two and three to one again, yeah. it feels quite awkward. That's what so I did. that's why I really want a remaster. I want them to just tweak it, make it feel a bit more flowing mm. as it was in two and three. Just the movement and the combat. And uh, maybe scrap the um, the overheating guns and just bring in the ammo from two and three. Because they retconned that anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's why I really want a remaster. That's why I've not replayed uh, the trilogy, even though I would quite like to, because I'm waiting for it. And if they don't bring it out, is it anti-consumer? I don't know. Maybe it's pro-consumer, because they said they I'm want to focus sure. on so it's new anti-consumer. It's anti-me. Not, not I'm sure. a consumer, so I'm, I'm <laughs> enraged as a I consumer. I mean, by that logic, I guess, maybe that works. Yeah. But, well, yeah. They, they, they're saying, well, they're putting it in a way that it's pro-consumer, but are they just saying, we can't really be bothered moving people onto that project or actually upscaling it to the point where we go back into the code and fix things well i mean whatever whatever I mean, decision like, they make is based on profit and loss isn't yeah. it really and uh, because putting a full team on it to like f- fix any bugs and like actually yeah. go in and like basically rebuild bits of it to make it better that's a big investment that's a that. big thing well that's do. all i can that's the only reason i could think that they're not bothering to actually do it the ghost door has just opened excuse me for a second <laughs> this is what happens, Dave, when you get up to bring boxes in. So, and you forget so, to put our uh, bloody. Uh, listeners may not know that uh, 
Oh, just named it the ghost door. It was never known as the a ghost few, door a until few, now. A few months back, the door to our podcast room just, I Decided guess, it's, start uh, opening. Yeah. The, it's a bit off its uh, hinges or something a little mm. bit, and it just opens now. Very <laughs> weird. Own. Anyway, yeah. Um, no, I'd like a remaster, but um, at the same time... <laughs> is it? That's the thing. If they're going to put the best people on the job, it's probably going to be the same pool of people that are also working on Andromeda. So do you want Andromeda quicker, uh, or do you want to say maybe delay that and get the remaster first? I think most people would say Andromeda, and yeah. that's probably why they're not bothering. Yeah, and sometimes I, I, if you yeah if you go in and rebuild stuff, it sometimes doesn't turn like look at Batman. What happened with Batman? They put that in a new engine, and I don't think it was quite the result that a lot of people seem to want. Well, really, that was so. a lack of effort, I think, for the most part. They just uh, they spruced it up a little bit, but they didn't. I don't know. I mean, you can go back and look at the reviews of that. Uh, but yeah, that was quite disappointing. So yeah, don't want them to half arse it, especially if they're going to be taking people away from Andromeda. But there's money to be made there and loads of people want to play it. And it would be good marketing, I suppose, to get people playing that maybe two months before Andromeda finally drops. Yeah, well, they're not, they're not going to do it now because they've, ah. they've released the back compatibles. Because I, I, I get what you mean, like one definitely suffers compared to the other two but i think as a trilogy taken together because i've played through them all quite a lot i think it's still serviceable to play through them all i think one has dated them yeah one like, has obviously dated the most. it's dated the most and also the biggest so. problem is that if you if you play them back to back the controls change completely <laughs> oh, between really? one and two yeah and it fucks it yeah, yeah. plus the mako stages are just like you know they were they blew my mind the first time i did them i was like i can go over this whole planet you can't but it felt like it and then that's the kind of thing you go back to it and it's like this controls like a piece of shit and mm. it's just padding out the runtime. The Mako's back, mate. It's not called the oh, Mako. It'd be, it'd be good uh, yeah, what's time, it called? It's called the Nomad. The Nomad. Yeah. Better name. That's a, a much better name. There's yeah. a 279 uh collector's yes. edition of Andromeda. Which apparently doesn't include the game. Uh, <laughs> not again. No, in the UK... It does, but in the right. US, you can buy a version of it without the game. Right. Oh, yeah, right. they've been doing that a lot with other games. I think Record did it as well. Gears did it as yeah, well. Yeah, and, and it's, it's but this edition has got a little, uh, it's got a little RC uh, version of the uh, the Nomad that you can buy. Little RC Nomad. Yeah. No, I'm not driving <laughs> over there, you bastard. <laughs> um, I think the reason they don't put the game is because some people want digital and some people want physical, yeah. and they just don't want to put both in the box. Why aren't we in a, Why aren't we at a position now where you can get a digital copy with your physical? It's bullshit. I know I that was what Microsoft's plan was all along, but they should have stuck with it. It was a good plan. I fucking love digital media, mate. But, I would digitize but the same, everything. Yeah, but at the same time, I do kind of just want the box. I know that's silly. I know it's crazy. We're in 2016, and that shouldn't really matter. I'm but with you, Dave. We had a very long, ter- a long term, uh, in depth discussion about this a few podcasts ago between oh. me and Alice, and oh. I believe Alice and Cullum uh, are with the robots. Me and they Cullum believe were in the both future. Like, we, we were just like, yeah, but technology's better in it. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> me and you will be. We'll survive the apocalypse with our sort of cheese graters and all this, uh, you know, all this old tech. Yeah. And they'll be, you know, they'll be taken into the hive mind. Hmm. Mm. For some reason, I, I go digital on Xbox, but physical on PS4. Really? I, yeah, I don't know why I've made that divide. Maybe because I've bought a bigger external hard drive for my Xbox, and so everything's just on that. Yeah. Or maybe because it does it better. My games and apps, the way that looks on Xbox is very good compared to the PS4 library. Anyway, that's that's ridiculous side conversation. We don't <laughs> need to go down there. We can carry on talking about Mass Effect. Well, what did you else. think of N- N7 Day? Because um, they didn't do very much, really. I pfft. 
I didn't know what to expect, really. I did expect a bit more, maybe. But then I'm not... I love Mass Effect. I absolutely love it. But I'm not one of these... It's one of those games, again, that comes along and I'm excited once it's here. Mm. But for some reason, I don't really get excited for it in the build-up. And I don't know why. Um, Does that happen to you between, say, 1 and 2 and 2 and 3 as well? Yeah. Like, I thought 3 was heading in a bad direction. I thought 3 was going to be a far worse... I I loved 3. I thought it was really good. But every time we saw it before it released, I was like, is it just Gears of War in space? Have they actually made it a proper <laughs> shooter now? And is that the right thing for Well, they it? did the but classic conceit of like, oh, guess what? Earth's under attack this time. Yeah. It's like, everyone's done that. Like, yeah. surprise, Earth's on the chopping block. It's so, like, no, just... Give us other stuff. So I think I was surprised was by good. how good Mass Effect 3 was. Forgetting all that blooming ending nonsense, which, yeah. I mean, I thought the ending was perfectly fine, to be totally honest. But it was acceptable. I don't think it was bad as people said. But if you were truly invested in the series and wanted to see everything paid off, then i got some bad news for you. Most programs on TV, most movies, they don't pay off most of the, the kind of debts that they accrue. Like, I mean, the famous example is Lost. I'm a big fan of that. But a lot of my friends who liked it, they were there for the mysteries to be answered. I was there for the characters. So perhaps the opposite it's up to kind the, of happened with Mass Effect. Like, I think it's up to the creators really to end their game how they want to end it. Like, I don't but really didn't s- you not feel that it was a little bit curtailed? Like perhaps they rushed the, that part of the development to get it out on time? Um, no, I don't know. Sorry, I think that's quite well, speculative. Well, that was one of. The, I'm not saying that's necessarily what I think about it. That's what a lot of people were saying about it. They thought that that part of the game had been rushed. I don't believe that. I don't think Bioware, Bioware would rush the games, ending to their yeah. trilogy. There well, might I, be I, ele- there may be elements of the game that were rushed, and maybe that sequence before the ending. The whole was it in London? That yeah. weird little. There was a sequence there, a shooty bit, where I was like, oh, I mean, this isn't as good as the rest of the game. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that sequence there, maybe you could argue that was rushed. But the actual, the ending stuff, I'm not sure I would have said. I, I understand why people were annoyed because... Oh, I understand it, why they were annoyed. Because it's this game about like the choices you make affect the ending yeah, and stuff. I, and in the end, it kind of didn't. I get but it, but I, I, I still think it's down to the developer. I, th- I do think they should have stuck to their guns and just gone, well, this is, this is how we wanted to... But I think Fuck you. <laughs> well, no, not that. But this is how we wanted to. This is our vision yeah, this for is how it. We but it. That's how it's but yeah. I think that the uh, the thing that set Mass Effect apart was, I think, probably one of the only games that's done this, and it was definitely, to my mind, at least the first that said all three games in the trilogy are going to link up. So choices you make in one are going to carry over to two, to three. So people had built up, as I say, this kind of debt, as it were, or the game had yeah. on their hard drives, and so they were expecting a kind of maybe Lord of the Rings style ending where you got almost too many endings, but at least it gave you closure on each character. And instead it was like, despite all those promises, here's just a nice ending that would work in another game, maybe a self-contained game, but not this thing that you've been building up to for years and years. Hmm. Hmm. So I understand where people are coming from. I thought it was a fair ending, not like, you know, fair as in okay. Not great, but, you know. Now Hmm. that's all been sort of uh, decanonized. Like, there's no canon ending, I found out. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, like, the events of Andromeda take place sort of 600 years in the future and in a different galaxy, so they're just not going to reference the ending at all. How do we get around this shit that we fucked up? So they they don't have to, uh, they don't have to choose a canon ending, which they did for Dragon Age. Right. Dragon Age canon is, I think, Alistair's king and shit and all that kind of stuff. Is this going to be the Dragon Age 2 of that franchise? 
do you think? Is there Ooh. a risk? Um, I don't know about that. I don't because know about that, that. that gameplay reveal, uh, the pro reveal, mm. I, it did nothing for me. Really? The, the whole jumping around that cavern or whatever they were doing didn't click with me at all, really. But I think, I mean, I think a lot of the problems that Dragon Age 2 had were kind of them trying to work around maybe not having as much funding uh, as as they kind of wanted or would like to have used. So mm. the, a lot of dungeons got reused and shit and it was, they were like, it was quite a compact area. Right. Um, so I think it's definitely the weakest of the Dragon Ages. Right. But I think Andromeda does look like, it looks like, because again, this is thing we don't really know. They've just been teasing stuff, but from from what we have seen in this stuff on, on the Andromeda Initiative website and things, it does look like there's potential for them to be doing quite a lot of stuff. Right. Fair um, are you so suggesting, Dave, that they might be trying to go more towards the mainstream than they already are? Because I don't think Mass Effect as a series needs that. I think it's uh, it doesn't. I wouldn't want it necessarily to be more of a shooter. I think it's got a great balance. It's very unique. Uh, but I'm I sure just trying know, to get I my head around your suggestion that they, really they might get, go Dragon Age Two with it. I can't really get a grip on the tone of it at the moment because remember when they first revealed it, it sort of had that Guardians look and feel to it with I, the music and. I think it might. Was that just a marketing exercise that didn't indicate how the actual... I think, personally, there's potential for it to go more RPG and less shootery. I think that's what people have been asking for since one, isn't it? um, Mm. Which I don't know if that will necessarily be right for the the franchise, because it is still kind of a bit shootery. Yeah, but I think they they might go more RPG with the I did enjoy colonizing and stuff. I, I I know I said I was worried about it becoming a shooter, but I did think they made the the right balance in the end between yeah, a shooter too. and yeah. A, yeah. And I actually enjoyed the shooting mechanics they put in it by I, the third yeah, game. Yeah, I thought they were a lot of fun. Yeah, especially once they switched from one to two and having actual ammo rather than constantly worrying about overheating your yeah. rifle. That was yeah, you know, it was a lot of fun. I don't think it worked in one at all. Really, the the, sh- the combat I really struggled really mm. to get behind. It in was one, just a little bit clunky. It's kind yeah. of similar. The difference between Uncharted one and two, like when you first played Uncharted one, it was fine. It was acceptable. It was brand new and interesting, just like Mass Effect one. Then two came around in both franchises, and all of a sudden everything clicked, and it was very flowing. The combat and. Mm. Just a lot of fun to be a part of. If you go back, it's more apparent again. Never go back, Dave. Well, I haven't gone back with Uncharted, but I did absolutely love the first Uncharted when it came out. Oh, yeah. So me too. It, me too. I don't remember. Or me three. But yeah, don't go back to it. I've, I've done that. Mm, fair enough. I remember people saying that when when Uncharted first came out, you were like, oh, his shirt like, gets muddy and shit. And yeah, like, he'll, yeah. And and then like and he'll like take cover behind stuff when you run up to his stuff. His then, trousers and, get wet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was one of those guys that was saying that, but and now at the but time at it was the time, impressive. That was great, and now you look back and you're like, yeah, and what? <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. Sad that, isn't it? But you know, that, I can probably think of things now that were like, oh, that'll always be blowing my mind. That, and then in five years it'd be like, Do you remember Call of Duty? It was like a bit upscaled for pro. <laughs> I'll always remember Banjo Kazooie's. Water ripples when you'd walk through little puddles and they just ripple out. My little tiny brain at the time was like, "Wow, that looks really realistic. I love it." And I, I'd still do that now. Have if you it, ever, uh, you ever had a moment like that, Alice, where you're just like blown away by a game and thought, "I'll always remember this." It's these little effects, maybe, or there was um, a, the um, horse's shadow in Assassin's Creed. <laughs> 
<laughs> when you were galloping along, the ho- the shadow of the one horse. One day, horse's shadow in Assassin's Creed. Everyone knows this. Was fucking really good. Was like, it really? Yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> like when you were galloping on the, it had like a shadow on the ground that I don't think they even had to change when they had horses in like two and stuff because they just fucking put so much work. Did into you gallop off a cliff one. while you were paying attention to this shadow, the finely crafted not, shadow work? No. I, uh, for my part, I remember Halo One. I saw it on a friend's Xbox before I owned one. And it was like, wow. I mean, I'd already played Grand Theft Auto, so I don't know why I was that surprised. But it was like, it's a shooter, but I can also get in a car. Which was just, it was like, and the size of the world. Oh, yeah. Halo, and Halo's loading times as well. They were, because yeah, oh, it, it loaded the level mind. once, but then throughout it, it would stream. And there'd just be like these brief micro pauses as it would load I mean, the next I, section. I've always <laughs> been a guy oh, who, Wow. I've always thought, say, New Skyrim. I said this to Alice. I would prefer a game that looked basically the same with no load times at all just make it completely seamless i've always disliked loading time no one likes them but i would i would put graphics down on a pc game to get loading times up i would just prefer that and i remember reading about haven call of the king does that ring any bells haven call that was a ps2 game i think it was maybe xbox and gamecube as well and it promised no loading times completely seamless now nowadays a lot of games have achieved that and it's you know almost normal but back then, that was Jack like, and Daxter did I that. I can't wait. Did you play Jack and Daxter? I love Jack and Jack Daxter. Jack and Daxter Which was one's your um, favourite? Uh, the, the, the original. The original one. Very good game. I'm a big Crash Bandicoot and Naughty Dog fan in general. So I do love, uh, was it Precursor something? The Precursor Legacy. Legacy, that's it. But three. Whoa. Really? Three? Yeah. I, a lot of people. I don't think I ever finished three. Was that the one where he got a car? Yes. Although he did have sort of hover bikes and hover cars in too. I don't think I got that far into three for some reason. I don't that's know why. actually, now that you raise Jack and Daxter, that's another one of my big moments in gaming where I was playing the demo to Jack and Daxter 2 and I was like, yes, I did like GTA. So I was like, wow, it's a kind of sandbox, you know, GTA clone, yeah. which, you know, did for me at that time. I was happy with that. But then it was like, oh, and I'll just get my skateboard out. I was like, Jesus, <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> and I'll just have a few pot shots at people while I'm on my skateboard, and then I'll rob someone's car. I mean, you couldn't do that in GTA. Talking of robbing someone's car. Here we go. <laughs> right. I played a video game last week at this PS4 Pro event Yeah. that we could talk about. Um, go on then. Watch Dogs 2. Did you play mm. it? Have you played a bit? You've played a bit already, right? I played shitloads, yeah. Yeah. Why well, I say shitloads, like... Three and a half hours. I, I had a lot of fun with it. Yeah, like, it's good, right? I, I only played it for 10, 15 minutes. But to be fair to them, they really have done... Say what you will about the first game. But this whole you can hack anything thing. Mm. When they first announced that, I was like, yeah, but can you? Like, where are the limits? But they have done a very good job of making you feel like, you know, all of the electrical stuff yeah, in mate. the world you can... I mean, maybe not, you know, the little light board, you know, shop yeah, yeah. windows. and You can't hack those sort of things. But... Mobile, ph- everyone's mobile phone, and it, I love that you can just hack hack other people's cars, yeah. and you can drive them. Just drive the cars, but, yeah. Yeah, I was really impressed by it. I do think it has the potential to be the the Assassin's Creed two of Indeed, that series. Yeah. And because um, yeah. I, I did, I was on this trip, and uh, another journo was like, I've, "There's a rumor that Ubisoft have a guy <laughs> who's brought in specifically on franchises where the first game <laughs> wasn't great but like still has potential and they just bring in this Send guy and forth eve sequel i am here and they, yeah the sequel guy and the he sequel like, man and he, he, <laughs> he sorts out night. he sorts out the sequel like 
And obviously there's absolutely no evidence for this rumor being yeah. true apart from that Assassin's Creed 1 and 2 were things. What yeah. if the sequel <laughs> man is the guy fucking up the first game in this in the series what, so deliberately? that he can continue yeah. being employed? The tone is very different. Like kind it's, of It's so different. Yes, bleached sun look, San Francisco sunny setting. It's, it's very different to the sort of murkiness of Yeah. Was it Chicago? The it first was Chicago. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that was almost a sort of you know bleak almost yeah. that sort of tone but um and Aiden Pierce was such a fucking dick yeah he as was well. uh, he was yeah I like his like motivation was just I was robbing a bank and thus a member of my family was killed it does look a lot more interesting I'm still a bit you know still have my concerns about what kind of bank yeah. job was it that he had like his daughter in tow or something oh no it was like as a um, result of it was it yeah, so like it turned out that someone thought he the bank happened to hold some sensitive information. He was uh, just trying to get money, I but like see. someone thought he'd found something out, so then like killed his nephew. I can't remember entirely. <laughs> it was is it, is kill it, his nephew. It's either niece or nephew. Yeah, because it was his sister, right? Yeah, it's his sister's kid, and his sister is Which like the, uh, less asked about it than he yeah. is. As well. <laughs> but you know, Aiden. Yeah, you know, I'll take that one for the team. Just I always wondered. I always wondered. Was this meant to be his wife and his daughter or son or whoever it was? But they thought, oh, that's a bit cliche, and it save your son and your <laughs> wife. So we'll yeah. make it. I always wondered that. But but no, Watch Dogs Two. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for I'm it. I'm excited. Yeah, I think because I've said this before. I think the tone of the marketing for it has been completely different to what the actual game is. Well, yeah, I didn't really get enough. I couldn't really tell the tone from the actual game other than the fact that it just looks a lot of fun mm. um the emphasis there really has been placed on do what you like just mess about yeah whereas i don't think watchdogs the original really had that the hacking stuff only really came in now here's my question about it, that i think that if the way you're describing it it could be the next gta5 in terms of there'll be like gif after gif of people there's combining a, mm, yeah, all there's these seen, things that the developers never envisaged combining but yeah it, will it have that kind of uh, malleability will you be able to like combine all these different hacks into crazy new things that they would have never envisaged or is it just press square to make manhole blow up press square to make the light change I mean there's lots of opportunities for silly stuff like like you know even just the hacking the cars and it's co-op as well like so you can, one yeah. person could be on top of the car shooting people while the other hacks it to drive it or mm-hmm. something like that so or, everything's co-op all the story uh, you can play. I'm not sure the story is it story co-op or is it just that you can bring someone into the world? Is. You can basically you that it has a similar kind of I I think kind of feels a bit similar to um uh the one in New York with the snow the division uh because <laughs> you can you can like there are missions specifically that are, that you can do as co-op right and you can just say like look like you know I want to join up with someone. And you can just join up with them. And then you can just tool about San Francisco. Like, you can join up with your friends. Interesting. It's, yeah. it's, it is, I know they say seamless. And it's, I wouldn't, I mean, obviously I didn't do that. You have to go ring a bell. It didn't feel wait. incredibly, like there are little loads and stuff. But it is right. very easy. Yeah. I didn't see the co-op stuff. And it, yeah. it, it, it looks good on pro. Uh, there was a, a time when the frame rate did dive. And I was like, oh, oh. I but I don't know how final the build was. So. I didn't get frame rate dive. I did get some popping. Right. <laughs> when I, I was driving real fast in a car. I don't think I noticed anything like that. But it looked good. It looked good on pro. Um, yeah, I, I'm glad they're being more upfront about it as well. Because mm. obviously Watch Dogs suffered from them sort of showing a game off that didn't entirely turn out to be the game. <laughs> Not entirely, no. 
So, but yeah, they've seemed to have learned a lot, and I am excited for it. So. Yeah, me too. It's out pretty soon. Next week, I think. Yeah. Right. yeah. Um, what's up next? So what next, do we want to talk well, about? We're going to talk about what we usually talk about. What we've been playing. Yeah. Should we do that? Yes, let's do that. All because right. actually, thinking about it, I'm not sure if we remembered to ask for questions this week. Uh oh. <laughs> oh oh. We're just asking oh, each other oh, questions. Oh, oh. We can do that. Um. So. Sam, you've got your consoles now, haven't you? Yes, I've had them for a while your now. Your dad brought them down. He did. From you shall remain nameless <laughs> lest I write something that people don't like or I, I rob a bank and then my dad is killed. Well, I don't know your dad's Blimey, name anyway. This is a bit extreme. How did we go from bringing your consoles down to him being killed in a bank robbery? Well, on the way back, he, he managed to like catch something on the train, which I did when I came down from an interview. So apparently these trains to Manchester... Filthy. Catch something. Well, yeah, an he's illness. Like, he's like super ill with the flu now. Oh, blimey. Yeah, so gutted. Someone's tried to do him in. Like maybe some Russian serial killer. Well, not a serial killer. Russian spies try to do him in. Anyway. Uh, this is some crazy theories you have here. Well, it might know, just be I've a been, cold. I've been listening too much to the life of Aiden Pierce on tape. So, yeah, now it's stuck in my head. Uh, so, yes, this week, now I've got my consoles, I've been playing a little bit of Gears. Um, I did really love Gears 3. I finally went back and played it. It was the only one I was missing out on. And it's a masterpiece. And I never thought I'd say that about a Gears game. A masterpiece? But it is Gears 2, Very. I wrote an article about this, but it's very bro-ish, but it knows what it is. It's like Transformers in that respect. But then you got something like Fast and Furious, which is bro-ish, I suppose. And it's all about family and all that kind of stuff. But it does it really well. It, it like It just it does it earnestly. And that's what I really respect about those films. And uh, it's kind of like that, Gears 3. It, the characters are a bit less overblown, less macho. You, you care about them a bit more. On top of that, gunplay is better than ever. Uh, enemies aren't such bullet sponges. Just a perfectly balanced game, and I really loved it. 4 kind of takes a backward step. It's still a very good game, but maybe I'm just annoyed. Really? Tom loved 4? Yeah, it's good, and I've just been trying to play it uh, until I'll, I click with it, and it's just not happening. Uh, horde mode, pretty fun. But I just kind of let the team down without my carbine weapon that I had in number three. Mm. That, I was very dangerous with that. And now I'm kind of, uh, I'm just a bit of a loose end on the I, team. I used to lo- love Gears. I still do love Gears. For some reason, I just haven't got around to playing for yet. Well, I don't still, know why. It's still a lot of fun. And I've got like a free month on live. So I'm, I'm playing Horde mode. But on my PS4, I'm playing Rise of the Tomb Raider, which is fantastic. Yeah. The only thing that I don't like about it, and I didn't like this about the original either, uh, or rather the reboot, 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 or whatever we're calling it. Uh, the shooting just isn't quite right for me. It was kind of like the shooting Uncharted 3 before they patched it, just a little bit too loose. And if you try and tweak it in the settings, it's either, you know, let's say there's an enemy mm. um, 10 feet away, and the reticule will either go just a bit too far one way or not quite far enough the other. Say you've got it turned down to low sensitivity. Uh, so, yeah, it's not that I'm like shit at games, which, you know, you might think. Uh, I can aim. It's just that, yeah, Tomb Raider, it gets everything right. It's such a well-made game. Even little ticks that other games forget about. For instance, say you pick something up at a checkpoint, after the checkpoint, and then you die straight away. doesn't make you pick it up again. It just saves it. It knows that you've picked up that little thing. Stuff like that, mm. I really appreciate. They've made the effort to go in and get rid of all the stuff that could annoy you. Really silky smooth to play. Brilliant. But the shooting's just not quite right for me. Mm. And whether they've done that deliberately because they don't want you to necessarily rely on it and play it like a shooter, like a cover-based shooter. I don't know, but it just doesn't quite click. And 
even with like the fully outmoded weapons, it's still not quite there. But it's just solid, you know, nine and a half out of ten. It's pretty. I mean, solid is the wrong word. It's just <laughs> it's, it's a nine it's, and a half out of ten. But that, yeah, that, but that it's, your it's, complaints it's very, there very don't add up to a nine point five. I wouldn't have well, thought. Well, the, shoot, the shooting's still acceptable, but in a game in which everything else is really well done. The story's not like doesn't blow your mind, but it's it's well done. To be fair, I've only played about an hour of it. I've, I've, I would say nine point five out of ten. Yeah, yeah. I, did I really liked Tomb Raider, the you know twenty thirteen one. That was great. I didn't notice any problems with the shooting though. Like you did, I don't think. But again, um, it could be like my preference maybe. is just doesn't work with that kind of game. Whereas you know other stuff, I feel clicks perfectly. I guess. Um, was that the stream you did with uh, an ex member of staff? Because I remember watching that. Which one? The there was a Tomb Raider stream and you went, oh, I've knocked over a gentleman because you walked into a skeleton. Yeah, I don't know if it was a stream, but it was definitely, yeah, we definitely <laughs> did a video. Um, yeah, I've, what I've played of it, yeah, it looks good. I, I'll play through it on Pro. I've been waiting for Pro to come along. Um, for my so. mind, it is better than the, the original reboot. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, the reboot reboot. Um, and I, I am interested to see if... Because apparently they are doing a third one, as we know from a, a <laughs> Canadian off. subway. Mm. <laughs> uh, I'd be interested to see what, what they're doing with it in the future, because I do think they're, they've got into quite a good stride with it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's a very... it's At some points, it's very streamlined. At others, you do get these like hub worlds that you can explore, and that's just a perfect balance. Like You can't say it's too... Yeah, I do like you the can't mix. Say, yeah. You can't say that it's too open and there's not enough... You know, there's too much to do. I mean, that always seems like a bit of a silly complaint. Like, I thought the difference between Witcher 2 and Witcher 3, you could put it down to that. You need, I prefer hubs than I do massive open worlds because it sometimes feels like a bit of a chore uh, getting around them, investigating everything, and just Tomb Raider 2, or whatever we're calling it. It just, Rise of the Tomb Raider, sorry. It just really gets it right, and it's a very, very good game. If they could just tweak the shooting, though, I'll be all aboard. Hmm. Uh, David, you've been locked in your shooter room as we I discussed. have, I have. I'm on Call of Duty, aren't I, this time? Bloody are, aren't you? Well, we, you're going to do a, a review chat yeah. and yeah. get a review up. Yeah, I've, um, I've just finished the campaign, which is really bloody good. Yeah. Like, I was expecting, I wasn't expecting much because Infinity Ward, yeah, they used to make great shooters, Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare 2, but Call of Duty Ghosts was not the best. And particularly in its campaign, certainly not the best. Um, and, you know, you look at Black Ops 3 and that for me, that single player just didn't work. I didn't enjoy the campaign in Black Ops 3 at all. And for a long time, you kind of think, well, the emphasis is clearly being put on the multiplayer. You know, that's where the money is. That's where the people are coming in. And, um, yeah, I wasn't expecting much from the campaign really at all. Um, but no, really, really good. They've made the most of the sci-fi setting and delivered yeah it's almost mass effect the way that it feels at times yeah Uh, because you're the captain of this ship and you can select which missions you go down to and interesting so it's not as well there's a there's a there's a main quest so they'll always it's never like i'll pick this story mission over this story mission you've always got the next main mission they they come in order but there are side missions that you can pick and choose between them um yeah, it works really well, and um, yeah, I don't, I don't know what to say. I can't. I don't want to spoil it. It's yeah. one of those, uh, another one where you just don't want to spoil it. And uh, speaking of spoilers, you have been spoiled. This is a crazy year for shooters. Well, this is the year for shooters. You know, this is the thing. Like the question I keep getting on my Twitter is, "What should I buy?" Battlefield, Out of the three. Call of Duty, or yeah. Titanfall? And I'm gonna do an article 
basically trying to answer that question as best I can. So if you like But this, do a multiple choice thing. Yeah, honestly <laughs> though, like whichever one you go for, I doubt you'll be disappointed. Yeah. They, they, yeah, obviously they're all shooters, but they're all different enough from each other. And I mean, Call of Duty and Titanfall are the closest together of all three. Um, but... Yeah, just I see all these complaints, and because I'm trying to wrap my head around a review score for Call of Duty, Titanfall and Battlefield, I've given nines so far. Cause they're, mm -hmm. they're great. Call of Duty, it's like yeah, right. The campaign, really well done, really well done. Zombies, what I've played of it, to be honest, I'm not a particularly huge zombies fan, but I can see that this one is quite entertaining. Does a much better job at being more accessible than previous games. It actually, kind of tells you vaguely what you need to do. Um, and the multiplayer, the multiplayer is just Black Ops 3 again. It's not really like it innovates in particular. But and this is the main complaint that you see. Oh, it's just it's just Black Ops 3 again. But Black Ops 3 had the best multiplayer in Call of Duty for years. It was it was great. So what? Why fix something that's not? broken so in my head i'm like i'm trying to balance it all up like it's all really good yeah the multiplayer doesn't innovate perhaps as much as previous call of duties have but it's still good so where do you where do you lie when it comes to settling on a well, score like yeah, I, it's, it's a i actually wrote something recently which is the eternal struggle between if something starts to iterate do you do you actually grade it on what is putting out there in mm. which case say it was a nine last year it's slightly tweaked in it's improved is it yeah. still a nine or do you sort of try to punish them not being as ambitious as they should be. Yeah. So I feel your pain, Dave, but we can expect an eight or a nine, I take it. If you want something that feels a little... Yeah. If you want something that feels a little fresher than perhaps COD has, Titanfall or Battlefield are both, you know, perfectly viable options. But, you know, your, your typical Call of Duty fan that loves Call of Duty and how it plays, I don't think they'll be disappointed with Infinite Warfare at all. And... Um, Yeah, I think there's some, some scores out there that would suggest that this is the weakest Call of Duty in a while. But really, the campaign is better than it's been for years. The multiplayer sort of emulates the best multiplayer they've had for years. And it's kind of, I don't know, it's up there. I like it a lot. And I went back to Modern Warfare Remastered briefly over the weekend. Yeah. That game has dated. I give you, the multiplayer is, like, you can feel how far COD has come. Like the Yeah. The time to kill on that, you know, which, you know, how many bullets it takes for you to kill you is ridiculous. Like, it's almost like insta-deaths on Modern Warfare. <laughs> and it, and I, I was there like, was this how it used to be? Like, I was getting so frustrated, like, spawning and suddenly just dying. I was like, was this really how Call of Duty 4 was way back then? And some people love it. Like, you know, if you're a person that plays hardcore or Counter-Strike or things like that, they love that kind of, well, one bullet will kill you. But I was there like... I am struggling considering <laughs> like Battlefield and Titanfall which and Infinite Warfare which in comparison are more bullet spongy than Modern Warfare. I'm like, well, I think I'd rather play Infinite Warfare's multiplayer than Modern Warfare which is insane. I never thought I'd be saying that at all. Um, but yeah, Call of Duty, I really would recommend the single player. It is such a return to form for Infinity Ward and well for Call of Duty as a whole. Advanced Warfare's campaign was good, but I think there were certain bits of it that let let the side down. Um, 
Infinite Warfare. There was only one point in the campaign, and sadly, Alice, it was the bit that you the watched me play saw, as yeah. well. The to- that mission, it's a mission where, and it doesn't, this doesn't really matter. It's not really it's not a spoiler. spoiler but it's not a main mission either, is it? It's just like a no, th- I think that was one of the main missions. Was it? Shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, where you're in this on this facility and it's on an asteroid of, near the sun and so the sun it's spinning so it keeps getting really hot and then yeah, it goes to like and you get attacked and like, by a bunch of robots that are basically trying to punch you to death and <laughs> you're walking through this facility and i was like oh this is like well like alien and then and yeah. the robots are coming and i was like oh shit this is kind of like gears <laughs> yeah and <laughs> it, it did look like a kill this many monsters to proceed kind of level yeah and I that, saw briefly of and it. that well it was the one level that stood out to me as being a little bit it didn't quite fit in with the rest and yeah that was the only real blip because also there was a bit because you go through your ship to like you know go leave go out on the mission does that happen every time Every time you come back from mission, you go yeah. back to the ship. Yeah, and uh, so we were leave- like Jay was leaving to go on the mission to sh- shoot the robots, <laughs> as he did not yet know. But as he was going through, like all the staff kept having like banter with each other <laughs> and like doing little jokes, be like, "Hey, yeah, what'd you what'd you call a pilot in the rain or something?" Like it was weird. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's always there's always a little bit of banter, but that particular. And he was asking about. Your lieutenant, like, is yeah, she available? Is she, and is like, she available? <laughs> yeah, it was just like that particular sequence was just condensed into everything where you're like, oh, they, what, uh, what is this? And it was, yeah. It's like, it's like when you're watching a TV show and you can watch it for weeks and weeks and weeks and then your parent finally goes, oh, I might yeah. watch this. And it's a sex scene. There's never been one before, <laughs> but they're walking at the exact wrong moment and it yeah. makes it look, or if you're watching, and I don't know if this is the same exact thing, but if you're watching a comedy series and you love it, but you try and introduce someone else to it, you start second guessing it because they're not laughing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. maybe that's what it is. Maybe it was the same all the way through, but because you had company, you were sort of second guessing all this. Maybe, but it did stand out to me as well as being a sequence that didn't quite fit in. But no, on the whole, really, really good. And you can kind of predict some of it, what's going to happen. And it does start feeling, how do I say it? Like you're not going to be successful in your mission let's say as you get further towards the end it's sort of the odds are stacked against you as and ever it sort, of, yeah. it sort yeah. of goes through that kind of so, um, mass effect not, process if yeah. you like but um so i'm imagining i don't know this for sure that a bunch of people you don't think are gonna die die and then you're like oh the stakes have been raised uh, that's my that's my guess uh, uh, uh. i must say the last thing i guessed about i got a similar reaction so i thought i've nailed that <laughs> And that was Titanfall 2. And I just happened to be looking through, um, scanning through some like video footage. And yeah. I think I've happened upon the third element, the, the yeah, mechanic the bit that, that we're I not was... going to spoil for people. Yeah. But I guessed wrongly on that. And you I did? Thought, I thought I had it. Yeah. yeah. See, that's the thing. Like, So Titanfall 2, the Infinite Warfare and Titanfall 2's campaigns are on a par, I think, with each other. Titanfall 2 is slightly more clever in its design in that it ha- it sort of takes advantage of the movement system, so the wall running and double jumping, it integrates that into the level design for a bit of puzzle platforming. Call of Duty doesn't do that in the campaign. Uh. Uh, there are levels where, oh yeah, you can go from you know, this sort of walkway to that bit over there by wall running, but it doesn't... Sounds like a good way to get shot if you don't design the levels it, for it specifically. It doesn't consider it as a puzzle from how to get to A to B, like Titanfall will. But Call of Duty does have these set pieces and it really is this big budget action game that Titanfall is to a degree but 
you can tell that Titanfall is the lower budget of the two. And well, here's the yeah, big question: How is Kit Harrington? He's. You know what? He's good. He's perhaps he? not in it as much. He's perhaps not in it as much as I'd have liked him to be, oh, but he is yeah. good in it, and he's much better than because Kevin Spacey, I think, struggled in that role. You say struggled, kind of, phoned it in. Yeah, like more it, I was expecting a lot more out of Kevin Spacey, but no, Kit Harrington does all right. Who's the UFC fighter that's in it? As I well? don't know. Was it no UFC? Idea. I think, or an, M- an MMA fighter. Well, let's or? skip him because the other one's the one well, that we're interested. But they made a big thing out of how he's in it, but. It, he must be in it for like two seconds. He probably can't <laughs> act. Oh, shit. <laughs> He's literally right at the beginning. So and he just, just just fell. He just does a punching sequence for about three seconds. Really, and that, is that it? And that's it. Uh, Lewis Hamilton's in there, there we as go. well. There's yeah. the one. I forgot about Lewis Hamilton. Yeah, you'll We're just be walking around your ship and he's just there. He's yes. like, hey. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I'm going to drive this spaceship. <laughs> Good on you, space Lewis. Yeah, it is odd when you have little encounters like that. But... No, I, I, I just think they've done a, a really good job. And their um, ex-Naughty Dog guys are involved in oh. that as well. And you can kind of see how they've... They're building a super team. Well, that's what they did. They called it a super studio because they, they integrated uh, Neversoft with ah. Infinity Ward after Ghosts. Neversoft made um, Ghosts. Tony Hawks, wasn't it? They did make Tony Hawks, but they yeah. also made Ghosts, uh, the alien... Was it Extin- Extinction Mode, I think, they had in Ghosts? Which was basically their zombies. Yeah. Um, yeah, they've merged the two together and created... And now some Naughty Dog opinion. alumni. Yeah, as well. Sounds so, promising. Uh, I think there might also be some Tomb Raider people in there Crystal as well. Dynamics Poss- or yeah, Classic I think, Core. I think, I think Crystal, possibly. Um, yeah, uh, surprised by it, to be honest. Surprised by how good it is. I now, now have... Let's, let's say, I'll do Devil's Advocate because I'm not a, a multiplayer guy. But if I'm a multiplayer guy yeah. and I played Titanfall 1, I played Black Ops 3... Mm-hmm. And I played the last Battlefield, let's yeah. say, or even Battlefront. Mm-hmm. Which one am I going to buy for a slightly different experience? Am I going to avoid COD because it is just a bit too similar to the last one? I want I a think, fresh experience here, Dave, on my multiplayer. I think if you enjoyed Black Ops 3, but have kind of had your feel with how that game feels, Infinite Warfare perhaps isn't the one of the yeah. three. I think if that's how you feel, you want something that feels like Call of Duty, but a little bit fresher... Titanfall 2 is probably the game for you. If you want something totally different and more and bigger scale, Battlefield 1 is great. But, you know, like there are people out there that just want Call of Duty. They want a good <laughs> Call of Duty game. And this this doesn't... Well, I mean, a lot of people don't necessarily have time to play a lot of games. And it's either for them a quick game of FIFA or a bit of COD. And the attraction with COD is not necessarily that they, or they don't go after the best game. It's that all their mates play it. So... Why play this this better game, let's say, uh, in past years perhaps, if you're not going to be able to play it with any of your mates? So I can certainly understand there's a, there's a subset of people who are just in it for, let's get down, have a few, you know, quick few games after work with my mates, mm. and is it acceptable? Is it a decent standard? And it's better than that this year. So, yeah. Um, it's awkward because I think in, in every... To each their own, you know, yeah. that's what I'm saying. In all Call of Duties, I think for the last few years, they've always had something that adds something over what was there previously. So I think Advanced Warfare introduced the double jump or the boost jump, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Black Ops 3 introduced the wall running, whereas this year it doesn't introduce stuff like that. And they try and make out, oh, it's innovative because it has combat rigs. And combat rigs are just Black Ops 3 specialists by any other by another name. And it's like, so... Yeah, there's not one particular element where you can look at it and go, all oh, right, that is how it differs to last year's game. So I think 
initially, perhaps where the complaints are coming in, in the, oh, it's just more of the same. But if it ain't broke, don't mm. fix it. I don't know. Like, so, yeah, I, it's really weird. There's, the thing is, there's no clear answer. If, you're in the, if you want a shooter, all three of them are, are really good shooters. It's going to come down to a personal thing as to what sort of shooter you want. Um, but once again, what are you for shooters? Yeah, oh, yeah, I know. Like, amazing. Like, when was the last year that I had... T- I was thinking about this the other day. 2007, I think, was Team Fortress 2, Bioshock. Halo Call 3, I think. Was, was that Halo 3 as well that year? I believe it was 2007. Possibly. Call of Duty 4. Oh, wow. All these amazing... I think Portal was that year. But does that class of the first-person shooter? Probably not. But yeah, you think, wow, what an amazing year. Has there been one since? And this year we've had Doom... Home front the revolution. Home fronter. <laughs> <laughs> what a great shooter that yeah. is. Maybe that is the uh, the low light yeah. of another one. That was excellent <laughs> year for shooters. Blood sacrifice to get Overwatch. Um, and even you know, Gear, Overwatch, Gears Four gracious. apparently was great as well. I mean, maybe well, you disagree, F- Sam. Even just FPSs, you know, yeah. Doom, Overwatch, Battlefield, Overwatch, of course, got, Overwatch. Yeah. yeah, we didn't mention Sombra. Sombra's finally come out. Yeah, is that well, something for the news cannon? Fucking cool. Shall we bring it out? Well, we've only Bring got like storage. a minute left. But like, <laughs> Have we? Is yeah, in fact, now we're at a tight one hour. So oh, we wow. <laughs> we did a lot of talking, but it was good talking. It was yeah, good words. Lots of good talking. Sorry there's been no questions. That's, that was that's a on blunder me. on our part. Sorry. Um, that didn't used to be my job, and it's my job now, and I forgot because I was writing about that. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone is very busy at the moment because it's the busy time of year. It's again. about to be a fucking hectic week. Well, you're, you're getting fully loaded, aren't you? You're Here's a question, everything. Alice, from At Gaming Goo. Will there be questions next week? No. No, well, there you go. <laughs> I tried to put a bow and ribbon on it and yes, cheer everyone there will. up. There will be There will be, there will be. next week. Thumbs yeah. up down the microphone. There you Excellent. go, everyone. Sweet. Well, thank you very much for joining me, lads. That's all right. No worries. Thanks for having me. That's all right. Thanks for listening, listeners. If you support us on Patreon www.patreon.com forward slash video gamer you'll get some extra podcasts coming right up you bloody will as well and you'll be getting it early and you'll be getting uh, access to to other stuff on our Patreon as well we're doing all kinds of stuff all the time every week crazy stuff I'm hearing there's like a right to the right to reply bonus or something there's a right to reply bonus video potentially Yeah. yeah wow exciting time so thank you very much videogamer.com is the website youtube.com forward slash videogamertv is the youtube channel we are on twitter at videogamer.com i am on twitter at baby got bell sam you're on twitter at gaming goo and uh david scammell at vg underscore Dave. Still hot on the news as well. I see you tweeting new stuff all the time. Every, you can't help yourself. Every now and then, uh, yeah, it, it happens. Hopefully, once Call of Duty's done, I can be back properly full time on the news cannon where every day. Yeah, yeah, where, <laughs> where, where I want to be. But, uh, um, yeah, we'll polish up the cannon, we'll reload those balls, those cannonballs, <laughs> and uh, off they will shoot into the abyss of video game news into people's ears <laughs> yeah amazing what a beautiful metaphor to end this on so thank you very much for listening it wasn't a metaphor <laughs> was it, it not? was a was real thing I had actual... a little oh actually Is it, can I get a cannon like a mini cannon you can and definitely get let's one. go to the like maritime a, museum a sound effect on it that whenever there is news in I can just push it and it goes <laughs> I, think we, I think they have technology now that we could just have a sound effect I don't think we actually need no you need cannon. to have a cannon we don't have cannon. like a soundboard in here we should do a proper like and if it fires a cannonball out of it even better that'd be okay, great, great. <laughs> we'll look into that for next week <laughs> thank you for listening everyone we'll see you very soon lots of love bye bye, bye.